the fan. It's time for X's and O's with Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer on the Minnesota Vikings radio network. Now from the TCO studios in Egan, here is the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen. Time for X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network, courtesy of U.S. Bank. Paul Allen joined by Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer out of the bye week, Lambeau Field this weekend. Uh, coach, did you um, did you get much downtime during the off time? Because whether I was testing at TCO Performance Center or here for whatever the reason, I saw your truck here pretty much every single day. Yeah, I was here quite a bit. Um... You know, we got a lot of stuff that we have to look at and and uh, continue to try to get these young guys improved as much as we possibly can. Now, what what are some things on defense that you're liking through six? And and the reason I ask it that way is sometimes you only or or people in your profession only focus on the negatives or only hear about the negatives. I would imagine some things are getting better game by game. Yeah, I think um, you know Eric Kendricks is playing at a high level. Um, Eric Wilson is doing a nice job as well. Uh, you know, we've been pretty decent on third downs for the most part. We've been pretty good in the red zone for the most part. Uh, we've, you know, there's some areas obviously we have to improve first first downs. Um, you know, I think the running game overall, you know, we're giving up a, a ton of yards, but uh, yards per carry is down. So, uh, you know, we just got to do a better job with our. Um, a time of possession to help that out. Now, with uh, with Eric Wilson specifically with those two sacks, is that a process of the position he plays, or like a certain play, and then like gets extended? What what has led to his sacks? Well, I think a little bit of it, Paul, is um, you know he understands where where uh, where to take his shots, and uh, there are some times when we've been trying to get him to add to the quarterback there's been times when he's been you know blitzing and um so i think j- just a couple of those times has helped now offensively speaking mike you know the the atlanta game ha- had its problems so maybe some people are forgetting from tennessee through seattle yeah there there were some incredibly good things done here offensively do you agree with that and is that more who your offense is than maybe the indianapolis or atlanta games well, I think those those two things are important um, that we that we control the football, we sustain sustain drives uh, by getting third downs, and um, you know in both those two games that you're talking about, um, we turn the ball over late, which which uh, you know put us in some tough situations. So we've got to we've got to continue to possess the ball, not turn it over. We got to be able to. Um, continue to do the things that the quarterback does well and and uh our offensive line does well now now you you always have taken losing hard even like when your team is five and two so how are you handling this one so far (laughs) that's been pretty rough um you know but i keep trying to look at these young guys and try to continue to get them better and think about you know what's it going to be like four weeks from now you know and, and really um you know this is a lot to do with uh trying to to better the players and how can we help them as coaches to continue to get better um you know it's 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 just a situation we're in you know we didn't we didn't ask for Danielle hunter to get hurt or anthony barr or michael pierce to opt out or you know the corner situation the way it is uh but it is what it is and so we're just going to keep keep um 
plug him in and keep fighting. You uh, you traded Unique Ngakwe, and you know all of his career, including here, he sacks the quarterback, which is important. But with, with the standards you specifically and Andre Patterson have had for many years, the the importance of the complete game is that you know what could, could that ever have happened with Unique here? Contain, run stopping, the whole thing. Well, I think uh, uh, Paul, you know, he tried to do everything we asked him to do. Um, you know. Uh, I think that uh, you know he he was having to buy into some of the things that we're asking him to do, and uh, we just and quite honestly we f we feel good about some of these young players, and and uh, you know we we had an idea that he probably wouldn't be here next year anyway. What do you like about DJ Wanham, one of those young players? Yeah, you know he's improving every every time out. He improves. Um, you know, he's still like y'all young guys do, and like Daniel did when he was young, to still thinking too much. Um, and not letting all of his athleticism show right now. But um, you see flashes of it in practice. You see flashes of it in game. And then when, if he ever can just you know, take a deep breath and let it go, then he's got a chance. You know, I, I know you, you've always been big on making predictions. So any chance DJ Wanham leads your team in sacks this year? And, and the reason I ask, Pete Bursich, analyst, Vikings Radio Network, some others, you know, Afadio Denebo, two and a half, Eric Wilson, two. I'm like, I hope that they they all have 15. I'll take DJ Wanham as, as the long shot in this equation. Is it a bad take? No, I don't think it's a bad take. Um, you know, he's he's got one right now, I believe. Um, that was pretty much a free runner, though. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll just see. I don't I don't know. I'm a racetrack guy. You know I'm looking for the long shot. Mike Zimmer, X's and O's. Um, how is new DB's coach, Durante Jones, handling up, ha handling or holding up with, with all of the youth and everything in the secondary? Yeah, you know, uh, quite honestly, Durante's doing a terrific job. He's he's coaching these guys very hard. Uh, he's very detailed in his work. Um, <laughs> you know, this, this it is a tough job when you when you have as many young rookies playing at one time in a back end because that coaching a back end is a hard hard deal. But uh, I think he's doing an outstanding job. Um, these young guys will keep getting better, keep improving. Uh, I think you've seen that with, uh, with Gladney in the slot. You know, he's playing double duty, playing inside and outside. So um, it, it just keeps improving. And, you know, obviously we don't have a lot of time to keep improving, but we've got to keep getting better. Jeff, uh, Jeff's a really tough guy, isn't he? Just like mentally tough. Like he wants to win a fight. Yeah, Jeff's a good competitive kid, and uh, you know he has all the tools. He makes some mistakes, like like uh, you know all all these guys do, but uh, he he's got a good future. Where where do you feel if Adio Denebo is most comfortable, like for the most plays in a game? Well, I think he's probably most comfortable at end. Um, but uh, you know we move inside because he gives us a little bit of push in the middle there, and um, but I think you know he's he's a guy that's going to fight and pressure and push and and keep competing until he can get to the quarterback we're gonna to have to do that this week now dalvin clearly is one of the best overall running backs in the nfl that's obvious where, where in non-obvious fashion mike where is dalvin most important to this offense i think everywhere um you know he's he's great on screens he's great on um 
uh, you know, the, the zone plays. He's, he's good in protection. You know, but him, him being out there is important to the uh, structure of the defense as well because, uh, you know, you can get a lot more single high looks um, than, than you normally would when he's out there and uh, with the threat of him running the football. Rodgers this Sunday, uh, he, he really is embracing the no fans concept, isn't he? I, I don't know. I haven't paid much attention to that. Um, he's, he's uh, you know, some of the things I've seen him do is just, you know, we're, he's playing New Orleans. He's running a bootleg to his left, and it's falling backwards. It throws a 50-yarder on, on the money. Um, you know, some of these throws that he makes and things he sees and the way he um, – manipulates the defense and in, in not only the hard count but seeing the pre pressures and getting protection turned and knowing where to go with the football uh this guy's amazing um you know it's it's like this every time we have to play him well he's a hall of famer and i'm not disrespecting him but what i mean by embracing the no fans concept u.s bank stadium no fans superdome no fans no distractions and I, i've just never ever seen him this dialed in without these distractions you know yeah well you know he, he's he's very very smart he hears a lot of things that the defense says um you know and and so i think he picks up on a lot of that as well so this guy um you know he's as good as there is uh maybe the best of all time so hey what um what do you think of jamal williams overall game you know, I think he's a really good, good, I think he's improved a lot in the last, I think it's three years now. But, uh, you know, he runs the ball very physically. Uh, he's got good feet. He's been good in protection as well. And um, so I think I think he's improved quite a bit. Uh, last one. Uh, time for one more. When, um, when getting ready for Green Bay's defense, d does it start with Kenny Clark and you go out? Or do you start with the Smiths and like come into like I know it all complements each other, but like where do you start with those three? Well, you know it's a little bit like like it is on offense. You got to start with Rodgers, Adams, and Aaron Jones, and on defense you got to do with the Smiths and Kenny Clark. So you know they've got three big time playmakers uh, on both sides of the ball, along with you know guys like uh, Alexander and and uh, the two safeties are good players as well. But as far as the front guys, it's those three guys that you have to do a really good job against and just when you get squared away on 55 outside then he's inside doing your a-gap mugging right right he does all those hey best of luck this weekend thanks for the time thanks paul yes sir mike zimmer head coach of the minnesota vikings on x's and o's and in celebration of 60 seasons the vikings are selecting fans for our 60 greatest fans team Presented by U.S. Bank, we want to honor the most impassioned Vikings fans throughout the history of the Minnesota Vikings. Nominate yourself or somebody else today at vikings.com slash 60fans. X's and O's continues around the corner on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings Radio Network, driven by the fan. X's and O's continues on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network. Very happy to be joined by Vikings co-defensive coordinator and defensive line coach Andre Patterson. But first, play the new Vikings scratch game from the Minnesota Lottery. Top prize, $100,000. Just say I'm in. Get details at MNLottery.com. Andre, Paul Allen, how you been? I'm doing good, man. Just miss you. I miss talking to you before practice every day. Well, why you got to go there? I mean, now you're getting into my heart. I miss that every single day. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's how I feel too, man. 
I mean, yeah, I feel like off the Lions conversations, I'm squared away on Rick Wagner, but uh, we can talk about that some other time. You you loved defensive end DJ Wanham into the draft. Big chance for him now. How do you think he's going to do? Uh, I, I think the thing that's that's uh, been very encouraging is DJ's gotten better every week. Um, he's a hardworking kid, very conscientious. You know, being a good football player is very important to him, and those are the things, the qualities that he showed me uh, before the draft that, that made me really like him a lot. And uh, I just expect him to continue to improve. And I, I think he's got a lot left in his game, and, and we haven't gotten close to seeing the best of him. Uh, Shamar Stephan, is he one of the great team players you've ever had? I mean, I'm not saying like Elvis Doomerville, Daniel Hunter, whatever. I'm saying team guy who will do whatever it takes to to, to make things work. No, there's no question. Um, you know, Shamar is like having a coach on the field. And, you know, the intangible things that he does, is, it's, it's hard for, you know, people to see with the naked eye. He's a tremendous leader in my room. He's a tremendous leader on the whole defense, but, you know, the team also. Uh, you know, but he does things the way you coach him to be done. Uh, he's smart. He studies hard. I mean, I, you know, I, I wish I could have all the players uh, that I coach that have the intangibles that Shamar has. And, you know, as, as a coach, uh, you know, he gives you a great deal of comfort. And, um, you know, so for me, it's, it's very rare and unique, you know, as a coach to have a guy like that. That uh, that understands the value of X's and O's and techniques and and uh, uh, being aware of formations and, and, and those kind of things and, and that's the kind of guy that he is. Now, from afar, we know Eric Kendrick seems to be having a fantastic season, Andre. But from from your viewpoint and the non-obvious things Kendrick's does so well, what what are some of those things? Well, you know, I, I think this year he's doing a much better job of getting on and off of blocks. Um, and so so what that has afforded us to do is to kind of, you know, move the nose sometimes off the center. And, and Kendricks has done a, a great job this year of, of engaging the center and being able to get off of him and, and still get to the ball and make, and make a play. Um, you know, it, there's no doubt in my mind that he's the best coverage linebacker in the NFL when it comes to – covering tight ends, running backs, receivers. He can cover so much ground, uh, and he has a great awareness of, of where he needs to be based on the route combinations. And to me, that's one of the things that makes him very unique. Andre, one of the uh, many great traits, um, I feel, and many around the league feel you display in, in going into what you do is patience. And, you know, not necessarily with the defensive line, uh, now that you're co-defensive coordinator, but these kids on the back end, I mean, you're raising kids. You have to be patient, right? There's no question. You know, uh, hey, we, we all want them to be what they're going to become, you know, down the road. Uh, but there's a process that you have to go to through in order for that to happen. And you, you got to keep coaching them every day. You got to show them the things that they do well and not just spend the time on the mistakes that they make. You know, okay, you made a mistake. This is what you do to correct it, all right? And then you move on, and you keep letting them see that they're doing some good things, too. And over time, they, they continue to grow and grow and grow, and the complete player starts to come out. You know, people forget, you know, Everson Griffin hadn't started a game before we got here, you know. And everybody knows who Everson became, who Daniil became, who Limbo became. 
Okay, but that was a process too. And they continued to grind and continued to work hard. Uh, you know, Eric Kendricks is not the player uh, that he was when he first walked in here out of UCLA. Same thing with Anthony Barr. So, you know, these things take time, and, and we just got to continue to work at it, continue to give these kids confidence, continue to, for them to see that they are doing some good things, and that they just have to continue to become more consistent. Andre Patterson, co-defensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings and defensive line coach. By the way, purchase any 20-ounce Pepsi-branded product from Quick Trip with your rewards card and enter the Vikings opening drive sweepstakes. No purchase necessary. See store for details. With Aaron Rodgers, I feel like I've asked you this question a million times, but you have different personnel. So the importance of keeping number 12 in the pocket. No, it's it's highly important. You know, he makes great plays when he gets out of the pocket. And, and, and you know, PA, it's, it's 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 very hard and difficult to do. It's not easy to do. And uh, you know, the, the the D line has to be precise in their rush angles. You know, and a lot of times, if he wants to get out, it's almost impossible for you to keep him from getting out because there's four of us, but there's six gaps. You know, so. Uh, you know, so that's what makes it difficult. And, uh, you know, that's what makes it difficult to rush him and to get him on the ground because, you, you know, you're trying to do a great job of, of, of not letting the, the escape angles get wide and giving room to get out of there. So uh, you have to be consistent throughout the course of the game. And uh, the guys have to do a great job of, of uh, executing the rush plan together. Now, speaking of that rush plan, do you feel – if you had had Yannick Ngakwe for a season and then maybe longer, that refining his overall game may have been challenging because he, you know, he's so good at what he does, that one thing. But, I mean, would that have been a big challenge for you? Um, yeah, you know, it's always hard, you know, PA, when you get a guy and he shows up, you know, seven days before the first game and he's played the league at one place for a long time and they did things differently and, the one thing that Jan did is he, he tried to do the things that I was trying to teach him and that we asked him to do within the structure, you know, of, of, uh, of our defense. And, and uh, you know, uh, he got better at it week to week. Uh, but, you know, when you, when you have a guy, it's like I said about the other guys, the longer they're here and the longer they're, they're, they're practicing every day and getting better at it, at it every day, the better they get at it. Well, the, the, the perfect current example, in my opinion, Andre, is Afadi Odenabo. I mean, you know, like, like back in the day, Tom Johnson comes here from the, uh, from the Saints. He learned your plan, man. He had like six and a half sacks from the, from the defensive tackle slash three technique spot. Afadi Odenabo, isn't he that perfect example of patience and the way you laid that out? Oh, no question. You know, no question. You know, uh, you know, Fali, Fali came in here from Northwestern and we had to refine his game and it took some time and he kept working and kept working and kept working and gotten better and better and better. And, you know, now he's the player he is today. And I, and I know he understands that he still has to keep grinding because he still has a lot left, you know, out in front of him. So, uh, you know, that, that's the way that this business works. You know, you know, PA, every year in the draft, everybody gets so excited about all these D tackles and all these DS that come in. And this guy's going to be a perennial pro bowler and all this and all that. But if you go back and you look just from like this year's draft, look and see how many of them are playing. Look how many and see them are, are getting, how many reps they're getting through the course of the game. And, and are they putting up those kind of numbers? Because the NFL is hard. 
and, and you have to learn how to become an NFL player. It is so much different than college football. And, and that's the thing that, that, you know, as coaches that people have to keep in mind that you have to be in the developmental business. If you if you're gonna if you're gonna build a program that's able to stay good for a long time, you have to be a part of developmental business that you're gonna develop players, and it's not about trying to go get somebody else's guy. Andre, last one uh, because you know you you've taught me this and I've seen it the the importance of domination and a pass rush from your three technique spot. So how important how imperative is it getting better thrust? from your three techniques moving forward? Oh, it's, you know, whenever you have a three technique that has the ability to win, that changes everything because he has the quickest route to the quarterback. Uh, and, 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 you know, Pierre, the thing that tells you how difficult it is, okay, I, I want you to, if you can count five great ones in today's league right now, okay, then you are a big-time winner. <laughs> it's hard to come up with five names <laughs> of three that are big-time pass rushers in the National Football League. That's how hard it is to find that guy. It's difficult to do, and uh, it's a hard task to do. And so, you know, every year we're out trying to find that guy. I'm trying to develop that guy, you know, but they're hard to find. You know, I, I was lucky in my, league, in, in my early part of my career. I had John Randall, and then from, from John Randall I went to Leroy Glover, you know, and then after that, it started to become, I'm trying to find him. I'm trying to find him. I'm trying to find him. It's hard to find that guy. Hey, man, you're the best. Uh, miss seeing you every single day, and we'll talk soon, okay? Oh, anytime, PA. Appreciate you, bud. See you later. Okay. Andre Patterson, uh, the co-defensive coordinator and defensive line coach for the Minnesota Vikings. And that wraps up X's and O's with Mike Zimmer and Andre Patterson. We want to thank Brett Blakemore and Blake Brettmore for their assistance at KFAN. Likewise for Eric Nordquist and Jesse Marquette from the Vikings Entertainment Network. I'm Paul Allen. Thanks for listening to X's and O's on the KFAN, Minnesota Vikings Radio Network, driven by Polaris.